Hey guys, welcome to episode 75 of Bono Stuff. I am excited uh, for you to listen to this one. Joined by my buddy Richard Simister, fellow physical therapist, uh, a good friend of mine that uh, I think we're coming up on 20 years of friendship. Uh, when I was a student intern back in undergrad, I spent a little time at his clinic. That's how we connected, and uh, we've bonded ever since over movie quotes, random movie trivia, and things like that. So, uh, but also in exploring this physical therapy concept from research to systems to uh, all these business concepts and so yeah we we get into it he challenged me a lot and uh it was definitely very very uh unfiltered conversation so i hope you guys get a lot out of it love to hear your thoughts don't forget to like share subscribe comment uh join in the convo and uh i'm really excited for you to listen to it and and let us know how you feel and uh another fun part of that is uh since we've recorded, I am now taking Richard through his own movement screen uh, that I put together for him, and we're kind of combining some of our efforts, and we're going to take a look at how he can improve some of his movement patterns and hopefully uh, follow that fitness journey a little further. We've talked about that stuff like for the last 20 years, so hopefully uh, we, we, we get to some good stuff there. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the episode. One, go internet, go! The internet's here. We are live. The Spice Girls tell us telling us what they really want. What do you want your future past thing? Okay, Richard, I'm going to let you dive right into it, and I'm going to turn the Spice Girls right off. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep this as spicy as possible. Yeah. Go, for it. Um, go for it. This is, again, this is a continuation of uh, a conversation Bo and I have been having for eons and eons. What do clients want? What do they want from us? Um, I've been sort of oversaturated with the social media stuff that's out there, watching people, what they're doing, how they're promoting. Um, and sometimes I'm jealous. Sometimes I'm envious. Sometimes I'm sick of it. Sometimes. And I realize that um, I like doing this, but this, this is not who I am as far as um, my brand, how I promote, how I want people to find me. Just I don't love doing it. Um, and you, you know this, Bo, I just I actually officially, clo- officially closed down my doors, um, in Brooklyn. They, we, I think I last days in two or three weeks. That's of, for anyone listening. That's of his physical therapy studio, which was on the same block as Brooklyn tech. I know a lot of my listeners are fellow Brooklyn tech nights. So on the same block there in downtown Brooklyn's, but physical therapy studio there. That I throw down. water balloons and eggs at them sometimes from my top windows. I don't know if you want to admit that. I'm just kidding. I don't do that. So um, I, I told myself, uh, I moved to Connecticut, thought I'd be starting all over, and I'm really not starting over because lots of knowledge gained over the last um, 21 years of doing this. But I, you know, the, the, the question keeps coming up, what do clients want? How do I get the volume up? How do I get people coming in? How do I attract more people? Yada, 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 yada. So I've been here, for the, I've taken almost a sort of a month off. I still, I'm still treating with not as much sort of chilling out in the, the snow, the woods, the geese, as I keep saying. And I've had a lot of ch- uh, time to think. And in that time, Bo, yes. I've been taking a lot of uh, return to play, return to sport, return to life class, uh, courses, mm-hmm. webinars. And one thing I, I, I uh, gained or gleaned from that is start the dish 
charge on the first day. And explain I'll explain the what I mean by what's that? Explain the journey. Explain the journey. Explain possible. the journey. Right. And I just want a quick shout out. I know you ended up touching base with Jerry Durham after I had him on the podcast here on episode 35. And I believe we're on episode like 75. This is episode 75 of Bono stuff. But yeah, Jerry Durham, if anyone hadn't listened to that episode, go back, check that out on episode 35. He talks about front desk success, but also the whole patient life cycle as it were. So that's that's where uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it back to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> with the discharge planning, it's not just talking, saying, okay, I know you want to run. That's our goal, but what are these steps? What what's the checklist? You you have things you have to check off to get from here, there, this milestone, this milestone. So I'll get back to that in a second. But I think that's really important to have to have that conversation with the uh, with the client. What do you what do you need to do, Bo? What do you need to do, Bo? After your ACL rupture, to do stairs, to do five stairs, to jog upstairs, to run from here to there. So also. But it, it, it was it was really resonating with me the way they 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 took the client and and brought them into the whole rehab process. The client is product. You're part of the process, not just me telling you what to do. In this time, chilling out here in the woods, I've also been studying um, a lot of um, pain neuroscience. Gotten back into uh, pain neuroscience plus. They say plus. They say plus because you have to do movement, not just educate the client. And one thing that uh, Adrian Lowe is uh, a uh, handout is what do clients want? Had a list of nine, ten things, but he highlighted two things: explanation and education, or why do I hurt and how will I get better, or a prognosis. I'm mean, a diagnosis and a prognosis, or I like to just play around with words: a blueprint and a roadmap. I use these terms just so he believes. And they believe the pain science guys use metaphors, use pictures, imagery, not just throw words at clients. So I'm using roadmap and and blueprint. What I'm saying, Bowen, putting this all together, I, I, I believe that knowing who I am, because you know, knowing knowing someone else is intelligence, knowing your own self is 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 pure wisdom. Being able to control someone is strength, being able to control yourself is pure power. I know who I am. I know that I have a certain character uh, or just quirkiness, uh, charisma, or whatever. I, I call it just respecting other people as much as they respect me, even a little bit more. Combining that with communicating with the client on the first day. This is this is your discharge. We're talking about your last day here because you need to know this to get from here to there. And also um, being able to just be very clear very clear with your with the blueprint and the roadmap or the education and the explanation. I feel and I know starting here fresh in New Britain, if I stick to who I am as an individual and uh, use my own personal brand, being able to um, deliberately use my attributes of character to manage other people's expectations of me, to, to, to satisfy you both with satisfaction. As soon as I I'm on the same page with you. I'm empathetic. I'm listening. I'm able to give you a very clear diagnosis, even though they say we're not supposed to diagnose. That's bullshit. It's a musculoskeletal disease or whatever dysfunction we should be able to. And if I can give you a roadmap and I can explain day month one, month three, month six, that's 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 my selling point. 
it may not be yours it may not be but i i feel like no i know that i found the i'm on the right track to um the 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 getting my target audience in i don't believe the client is always right the customer is always right i think that's bs you'll get screwed and burnt many times but you do have to be on the same the same page as your as your client as your target audience you know and you know i love the dancers i dance i love the mixed martial artists i love the uh knees and shoulders people who run jump uh hop people overhead athletes overhead stretchers that's my target audience i speak the same language i like that i'm not going to go beyond my my boundaries or what i know it's like writing a book write what you know so that was a a a, a dump of information upon you but i wanted to have this i wanted to have this conversation because um i want to share with you i want to see i want to ask you what do you feel past education and the explanation what clients want 10 minutes later <laughs> no thank you for for the ramble the brain dump um yeah it connects to a lot of the things i've also explored uh between books i've read course I've taken other physios I've connected with it's one of the things that uh why why I started this podcast of bono stuff is because uh I, I love to explore all of these concepts even if, if it is for the 80th time or or what have you um so one of the things that that I'm thinking of as you were talking is is the simplification to some extent of all that is uh we give a promise and there's what's the process that's it like you know okay cool i hear you i i understand you give me all your documents your x-rays your mris we'll do the physical exam um and then you know it comes down to a promise and a process and it, it is building the trust right so so that that's some of the things that definitely jump out to me uh the, the simplification of if you're not providing a promise of hey uh, and, and that can come from that clear diagnosis that you're talking about, uh, where sometimes I have to say, you know, if somebody says I have back pain, uh, the diagnosis is, as we can, we've certainly joked over the years about is, is nonspecific low back pain is literally what's given, right? Nonspecific low back pain as a diagnosis is not a clear diagnosis. Um, <laughs> anything with syndrome at the end, irritable bowel syndrome, uh, disease, dis degenerative disc disease, which has been. Uh, asked to not be used for various reasons because of the disease, but also because it's a normal part of aging. It's like saying you have wrinkles. Um, so, so these kind of there's these ambiguous diagnoses, but I can still, for me, one of the big things I'm able to now, as, as into my later years here uh, of, of of being a clinician, uh, I'm able to say, you know, I've seen this presentation many, many times. I think this is what we should do. This is where I would do for my sister, for my mother, whatever. Uh, and, and at the same time, like th this is my experience. I've seen hundreds of people in the same situation. Uh, so, you know, that allows me to provide a little bit more of the confidence. I think that that's really what it comes down to the trust, the confidence between that patient clinician relationship. I think that's a big part of it. Um, and, and then it, then it becomes about delivering on that promise. So I don't know. Does that, does that kind of resonate with yes, where, where indeed. indeed. And as far you, you had a key word, trust. How do you build trust? Trust is first of how, how people see you. You know, do they trust? Do they know? Do you know your shit? Do you need do, do you know? Do you have knowledge in your in with ACLs, with the shoulders, with, with labrums? Right. And it's it's also again, I keep saying listening or empathy. 
And that's one of the, I think that was on, on the checklist of Dr. Lowe's checklist. I'm not sure. Is that, is that the slide you sent me? Yeah. The because very bottom be of it said, best... uh, compassion, compassion, listening, compassion. uh, yeah. Listening and then safety around, you know, kind of COVID safety. But he, yeah. but he highlighted education and explanation first, because if you don't have those, the rest doesn't matter. Yeah, you may not have compassion. You may have no bedside manner. But some people, you know, what? as long as you can get me from here to there, I can deal with your your sterile, stale personality. Right, right. <laughs> Let's see if I can get these headphones rocking. Thanks. I'll talk while you play with that. Um, and, you know, it's something else we talk about a lot as physical therapists. I think this also brings up another aspect of what we've been exploring and uh, for a while of orthopedic surgeons have and doctors medical doctors have this certain level of trust built in so whatever they say they say yeah and they say you know oh and the language that becomes used too is is let's i'm gonna uh you know we we don't have to do surgery right now but let's try physical therapy what like we don't what is this like try where's the confidence of you know hey richard really knows what he's doing he's seen hundreds of acls uh, thousands, maybe, uh, he's a very old man. Uh, <laughs> so he's been, he's been working for a long time anyway. Uh, but thousands of ACLs, let's say, uh, and, and how powerful would it be if the physician, the orthopedic surgeon would say something to that extent of, I want you to go hang out with Richard for the next three months. He knows what he's doing. Uh, I really want you to give his program a chance. And then after three months, we can reassess. That's very different than, uh, go try physical therapy. Uh, yeah. and, and, and we'll see what happens. And, and, you know, pretty much like they're kind of, they're not expecting it to go so well that we're going to avoid surgery. And at the end of the day, what's the incentive for a surgeon to sit, to not have surgery? Uh, you know, again, not to overgeneralize, uh, I know many good surgeons who don't want to operate right away, but, uh, again, it's having those dynamics, the relationships, that language, uh, in that. And again, in terms of physical therapy, coming back to where I wanted to explore a little bit is again, we're, we're fighting against chiropractors who have a very quick promise and deliver on that promise of you're coming in with, with whatever, an eight out of 10 pain, jump on my table, pop, pop, pop. You feel back. You're down to like a two out of 10. We don't, a little magic happened. And then, uh, you know, it, it, not to completely again, pick on and overgeneralize any one profession. I've had a couple of chiropractors on here. Uh, I, I love exploring these topics, but that's the generalization. And then the, the relationship that promise becomes, Hey, anytime your pain goes above a six out of 10, come in and see me. I'll give you a little pop, pop, pop. And then that becomes the situation for the next 20 years. And maybe that's a good thing to have. I don't know. Uh, you know, there is, there's the management, there's the maintenance that's going to keep people going and doing the thing that they love. Cause at the end of the day, when the question is what do patients really want from us? I think it is to get back to the outcome, to get back to life, to not need uh, intervention and to not have to take time off from whatever it is they love doing, CrossFit dancing, overhead activities, whatever it is. So if we can promise and deliver on, hey, I just did a pop, pop, pop. Now you can go in, go get into the game, uh, you know, and that's what it is. And then, hey, anytime you don't feel like you can go in, I'm going to pop, pop, pop you. Uh, you know, I, I think there's some interesting stuff there. I don't know. What, what do you think about all that? Well, I want to ask you a question. What do you think is more important to the client, the doctor referring with more confidence or the doctor and PT having a conversation and working as a team towards your management? And when you were talking about <laughs> the doctor saying, well, try PT, I pictured 
you know, they, they, they're, they're, they're emulate, they're, they're godlike figures. And I picture mm. God sending a patient to the horse track and the horse track and the horses have like Cairo PT acupuncture. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways back to the question. Richard's mind works in a beautiful way. Mm. A beautiful, beautiful mind. mind. So what is your question? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's rehash that question. Jinx. Off of that tangent. Um, what's more important to the client? Do you think it's more important that the doctor refers with more confidence to physical therapy? Or that there is more of an integrated team and a conversation with your practitioners, so they're you know they're working together towards your success. I mean, the way I structure it, I, I don't I don't want to dodge the question, but I think of myself as a health quarterback. You know, this is a term I've been using recently, um, and so again, when patients are invested in their long term health, fitness, and this is the, the the other way to answer the question or these concepts is. Uh, there is no one answer to what the patient wants because every patient's going to be slightly different, and there's definitely different, uh, you know, paths to take this, right? And again, we're just kind of exploring some of these big topics, I think, which is fun for me, and I think for you. Uh, so to answer your question, for me, it's it's it it needs to be some version of confidence around uh, that that entire patient life cycle that again Jerry Durham talks about is is uh, hey. Like, yeah, go get your x-rays, go get your MRIs, go get your imaging, go get your injections. Uh, but I'm here. I want to be part of that. I want to understand, you know, again, when somebody is, is dealing with a tendonitis, uh, you know, so, so that, that to me says, well, hey, how's your food? How's your sleep? How's your stress? What's your blood work look like? Are you constantly inflamed? Are you dealing with hormonal issues? Now we're talking about scope of practice and things like that. So to answer your question, I think it comes down to, yes, somebody and, and some semblance of having faith and confidence in that situation. Now, not every patient, some patients I think do just want, take this pill, it'll be the end of it. And that's it, you know? Uh, and I'd rather have a simple, clear answer like that, even if it's not the best answer. And, you know, Bo's over here saying, don't take that pill, there's gonna be side effects, don't do it. Um, <laughs> and, and which I've had to have that conversation about, about statins and cholesterol medications, because I think, Statins are most likely going to cause a lot more negatives uh, of side effects, especially if you're already living an unhealthy lifestyle. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. But to answer to try to answer your question as simply as possible, I think that uh, the patients want some kind of what is the plan? Am I comfortable with the plan as a patient? Uh, and, and is everyone on board with that? And if I have to fire people as, as in fire the chiropractor because he doesn't fit into this, I'm trying to you know, uh, create long-term health for my tendons. The chiropractor doesn't necessarily fit into that equation. Again, speaking to a, a general, uh, subset of chiropractors that, that, you know, we can kind of overgeneralize, but that's, that's my thought on that is, is just there again, confidence. And that's one of the models I have. Right. And I think I've brought this up on the podcast for sure. I think you and I have touched on this is when we're looking at movement, when we're doing, when I'm doing my assessment, I have these three C's that I look at. The first one is competence which again, uh, you know, we can, and, and it goes both ways, that relationship, right? Uh, I want to see if the patient or client is competent in basic movement patterns, in how their body works, or in their education and their understanding of their body. Uh, you know, so, so I want to make sure that competence again, and that's a judgy word, but it's the best word and it fits into my three C's. Uh, and, and they want to make sure I'm competent, obviously, uh, and, and that they, that's the first step if they think I'm competent enough. The second one is confidence, 
So now as we're building a plan, as I'm, as I'm assessing them, I want to see that they are confident in lifting weight. Are they, if I say, Hey, go lift that 135 pound barbell. Do they have some confidence as they step up to that bar? Are they going to step up? Like, ah, I don't know what this is, but I guess I'll do it. Uh, and the same thing for me is, is I want to have confidence that they feel good about it and that I'm, that they're not going to hurt themselves and that we're doing the right thing. So competence, confidence, and then we talk about capacity and that's that long-term plan. That's that vision for the future. That's, uh, you know, the analogy of, uh, when we're looking at your physical health, it's, it's the same as your, your financial health. And can we build as much of your portfolio as we can? Um, and, and whether you want to dance or, or do overhead activities or whatever the act that, that is, uh, you know, that capacity piece is, I'm, we have to have these other pieces in place first. So again, competence, confidence, and capacity. You, you mentioned that you had the analogy of firing people. And that's interesting because sometimes a clinician will not work on your team, which does mean that the client has to be involved because you're not doing the firing, even though you're the quarterback, it's the coach and the client should be the coach. I'm hoping you agree. The client should be at the, mm -hmm. at the top of the, you know, the right. top of the hill, top of the heap. For sure. And it, For sure. It, as far as the education, how often do you encounter someone that just wants to be told what to do, does not want to take responsibility for thinking on their own, just give me a plan, let me do it, I don't really care. And you know, how, how are you dealing with that? Do you just, it, it, that's an ethical thing with me, I'll still do it. There are ways to do it and still remain um, uh, righteous. You know, there are some people who don't care and here's, here's a, generic program, go do it. You'll get bigger. You'll get faster. How often do you, does that, do you, do you bump into that person and what are you doing, man? <laughs> so I, I would say it's well above 90% of people are more like that. And, and again, that, uh, that might mean that they're not the right client for me. And again, I do have my online programs, uh, and I work with clients all over the world. And I, I will sometimes having that conversation say, okay, here you go. Here's a generic thing to do and just follow along. And I'm happy to modify it. If you only have 10 minutes a day, you know, just we'll change that. If you only, if you have 30 minutes, you can do, here's that. If you're ready for this 12 week tendon rehab protocol, here's that protocol. I'm going to work with you every session. I need you to report in how that is. So, uh, but still people sometimes, yeah, I, I would say the majority of folks in my experience and, and what I've seen just want that, like, tell me what to do. And, and I'm, I'm putting my trust in you, uh, whether that's generic, whether that's, I, I don't like, they just don't want to think about it. Cause they have a lot going on. They have kids, they have, they have jobs that, and they're not the expert and they're happy to hand over the, the keys to that. So I think we're, we're, we're in this interesting little gray area that I think we're, we're talking about here. So I appreciate that we're there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, how, how do you feel? What percentage kind of are you at with that? Sounded like maybe you were expecting a much lower number based on the way you asked the question. I wasn't expecting any, I was expecting a lower number. I didn't mm -hmm. expect such a high number. And what's funny is that number depends upon the region. Uh, in Williamsburg, it was a lot different. That's Williamsburg, Brooklyn, folks, just to be clear. And, and not um, um, calling out anyone. I'm just, it, was more, it was a more blue collar. And it was fix me, decrease my pain, send me home. I might do the exercises. Here in Fort Greene, where I will not be after a few weeks or months, why? What's going on? Once again, Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. What's going on, Richard? You know, can you explain this to me? You know, my doctor just sent me here and said this. I want to know more. They want to know more. 
and they'll do the work. They'll do the homework, which is why I, I like this clientele, love this clientele. If I give them the research, this is what I've experienced. This is what I found works, you know, and I, you know, we have an, a little conversation. They'll do the work. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll add to my answer is, is within that like 10% that do want to do the work, so to speak. I think everyone, uh, even within the 90% are willing to do the work for the most part, but uh, again, having explored this, uh, a lot of times when I've worked with business coaches or, or uh, again, done any kind of uh, analysis of, of how I market, uh, the question comes up, who is my target audience? And then who, who do I end up working with the most? And again, to an I think that ties into answering your question a little bit is uh, I end up usually with folks that have failed, so to speak, with, with 10 other clinicians, you know, and, and, and maybe 10 is a little bit of an exaggeration, but uh, again, the majority of folks I end up uh, getting connected with, uh, whether it's through word of mouth, through online, they find me is because I'm offering something very different. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, again, in this space between fitness and healthcare. I'm still a, a physical therapist, a physio that uh, understands a lot of sport and movement patterns and things like that. And I'm trying to present myself as such. So a lot of times, again, the story is, I had this pain however long ago, or I had a car accident however long ago, and I've been going to the chiropractor again twice a month, uh, four times a month. I've heard, you know, these are patients I'm thinking of in, in recent weeks that, that are telling me these stories. Uh, I went to the orthopedic surgeon. They considered surgery. Uh, I tried physical therapy even. Um, and again, general physical therapy through your insurance. We've touched on this in, in many different episodes is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's I'm going to go ahead and say inadequate. Um, cause again, from, for a lot of people and, and, you know, again, if we have a hundred people, let's say maybe that generic kind of physical therapy through insurance, hot pack, stim, 10 minutes with the person, uh, you know, maybe that does help 80% of people, but there's 20 people that might be falling through the cracks and looking for alternative solutions. I would even say that number's probably closer to maybe 50, 50. Um, you know, again, we're just speculating and throwing out numbers at that point, but there is research on some of these these aspects. And, and again, depends on the condition as well. Again, if we're talking about hip pain and avoiding hip surgery, uh, that's something I think you and I both feel very confidently we can really help that population. Same thing with that shoulder situation where, again, there's an impingement. Uh, it's about changing very basic things. And again, up and down the chain where traditional physical therapy cannot do that. So bottom line, I was trying to get to that answer of, of uh, or, or, or make the point that uh, a lot of the folks I end up working with if they failed with multiple other clinicians uh, and I have to, I'm trying to continue to figure out how do I get to them earlier in that cycle? You know, I think that's the, the tough part where there's more buy-in when they've already tried 10 other things. And they're kind of like, I am willing to pay whatever to, <laughs> you know, get over this where again, my sales sales pitch on the, on the front end is, Hey, if I'm going to charge you $3,000 for the next three months, here's what that includes. This amount of personal time with me, uh, this kind of program, blah, blah, blah. $3,000 is a lot of money for some people, but it's also probably a lot less money than going all over the place and continuing to have pain for the next few years and not sol truly solving your problem. So, you know, but it's still a lot to ask up front and say, hey, commit with me. Let's go on this journey. I got you. Uh, and, and that's where, again, that that dance, that battle is is kind of uh, an interesting one to, to talk about. And again, uh, not everyone's going to buy into that, um, but some people do. And again, from, from a business standpoint, I think if, if I have 20 people a year that, that do that, you know, that's not a terrible, terrible year. It's, it's not, you know, I'm not a millionaire, 
but, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's not a terrible year. So, you know, and I've changed the lives very drastically of 20 people. If I can get that up to 40, now it's a pretty good year making more than most physical therapists. So it, it, it is kind of the, that, that balance as we're talking, you know, and we're going down some different paths of business and, and the philosophy here. So I'll throw it back to you. I see you thinking you, very hard. You, you, I see you're standing in front of, of a of group head. of young PTs. You're standing in front of a group of young PTs who want to open up their own business. They want to be entrepreneurs as yourself. And they ask you, what are the top five things that clients want? You have to answer in one word and then explain in like three to five words why. I'm trying to have, have you wrap up what we what we talked about today. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what you have to, how you feel if you had bright and eager minds in front of you waiting the sponges they want your information bo feed us so great magi what do clients want what would you say i mean the first thing wrap, tying, it, up. wrap it up <laughs> tying into everything we've talked about here the first word is confidence i think confidence uh sells and that's just a, a law of human nature so that doesn't mean you're right or wrong you just have to be confident with whatever you say so if you're selling you know, asparagus pills, and you're very confident about that, that might just win them over. I, th I think clients at the end of the day want confidence. And if you're telling them, you know, I think a lot of people can see through bullshit too, but, but yeah, I think confidence is the first word. So that's number one. Okay. Then number it's two. long explanation why, but that's okay. <laughs> it's my podcast. I'll do what I want. Anyway, uh, number two. <laughs> is is uh the promise so so that that that's looking at how long is it going to take how much is going to cost uh and what am i going to get out of it right so i think that's number two uh is that synonymous with a prognosis or just i'm going to help you reach your goals i'm the person to um get you to your next milestone or yeah i think it's synonymous i think uh i was trying to make it as 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 simple as possible in your three to five word uh barriers there but i think promise to me is, is is very much is very much within the prognosis prognosis being yeah you have an acl surgery it takes 12 weeks for this you know the tissue to heal or uh you know this is what it looks like bobbity bop the research says x uh you know i want to help you get there faster or or whatever that is but yeah i think that everyone would love that that layout um and and here's what i can do for you and and again it's just it's just very I think most people really appreciate the the lack of BS. I think sometimes people get caught up and can be sold to the by the BS. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the clarity is really that prom in the promise is really what what people appreciate for the most part. Again, I hope confidence promise number three. Whoa, what, what's number what's number three? I'm dying <laughs> to know. I have my notebook ready. What's number three? Tell me, tell me. Come on, I'm right here. Tell me. <laughs> uh they, number three is obviously humor and and movie references obviously that's number three obviously that's why richard is so successful at his craft um <laughs> no uh, i'll go with number three is um i don't know i think those two first two are really enough i'm thinking more along the lines of like accountability uh i don't think everyone wants accountability though uh, but I do think it's vital and the follow-up and the, that relationship, I, I, that's what I sell. That's what I personally believe in. I don't know if I would sell that to, to physical therapy students or the masses, 
because uh, I don't think everyone wants it. I think some people are happy with do these, uh, you know, or don't. And again, people, this is what we see in the world is here's your exercise program. Uh, if you do this every day, whoa, Richard just I fell. dropped you. How's your head? I, th I, I thought I would ask the same about you because it's about how you see the world in that sense, isn't it? Are you seeing it as Richard-centric or Bo-centric? You, you all right? Everything Bo -centric. good? <laughs> Are you good? You good? You dropped? You good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. All right. So, yeah. Accountability, so, huh? Accountability, I think for me personally, uh, it's 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 what I believe should be there. It's what I if if I'm in front of a room of phys young physical therapists, and I hope some are listening to this podcast, uh, students or or pre PT or young PTs. Uh, I think it's something that that will change. That that's the direction I hope healthcare goes is more accountability and check ins and and not letting people continue to fall through the cracks. If there's a plan and it's working and great, uh, but a lot of this stuff is hard. It's, 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 you know, some people need that extra, like, Oh, thank you for, for reminding me of how to breathe into my belly. Like I was really stressed out and that extra reminder really helped. And, and I wouldn't have thought of that. And it takes a lot of practice to, to change some of these habits and behaviors. Can I roll in accountability with follow-up or one-on-one -on -one intention, stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think the follow-up is definitely, is that it, it's a relationship. I think people that's, that's that uh -huh. quarterback. So, so again, I, so relationship might be the word, not just accountability. I'm using so that, that word. I'm erasing yeah. all your other ones as we Thank speak. You. Delete Thank it. You. Delete sure. it. So relationship again, I, I, I would come back to not everyone wants that, but I think we should offer it and there should be a place for it. And there's not enough places. That's a great for that. point. That's and this is where this point. is where Not chiropractors this is where I, right and I think this is where chiropractors do very well is they're like hey I made you feel better with these cracks again I'm overgeneralizing these cracks and that's the the, the kind of global <laughs> chiropractor model but it it is very prevalent and I think again in my experience I don't know if you'd agree with this over 90% of chiropractors I've seen uh, are all about you know pop 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 you feel better awesome uh, let's, let's keep it moving. So, and then, and then when, when you, have, when you have pain, come back and see me. And I've just heard again, uh, so many times from patients I end up seeing, uh, is, oh, I've been seeing Dr. Richard, the chiropractor, uh, and, and, you know, I've been seeing him for 20 years and I love Dr. Richard. Every time I have pain, I go and see him and he cracks me and it's great. Um, and I, and again, like, is that wrong? Is that right? I don't know. It's not the model I want to necessarily practice per se. Uh, but at You're the talking time, the vitamin versus the, uh, the pain kill, pain kill, you know, is that it happened or immediate, immediate gratification. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother uh, segue and topic of, of short-term versus long-term planning. And again, is there a balance in the middle? Uh, I think a lot of the chiropractors I've, I've interacted with that I really have befriended and still communicate with and, and, and haven't pissed off, I guess, is, uh, are the ones who kind of balance <laughs> that out. And, and you just pissed off 50 of them, man. There's going to be a, an angry mob at two o'clock in the morning with our pitchforks and, uh, I know torches <laughs> trying to break into your house like Frankenstein house of Frankenstein. I mean, if if this was a this was like a Joe Rogan style podcast, uh, I'd be I'd be a little more worried, you know, getting millions of listeners. But uh, luckily, we're not. Uh, <laughs> you will you know. now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe I'm looking. I would turn to PT. Yeah, I'm looking to spread this and get it out there, and and we can supersede uh, Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. If you guys haven't seen them on YouTube, you don't know them. Are they old guys? Yes, the two two old white guys. I think I don't know where yeah. they're located, but uh, yes, that's what they call themselves. Uh, you know, jokingly, but 
Uh, it's debatable. They might be. They get millions of views on on all of their YouTube channels. They've been very consistent. And, uh, you know, again, I don't know if if you would ask too many people. Uh, again, they do it. They do it tongue in cheek. So we don't need to spend too much time on that. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so the relationship. Confidence. Yes. The promise. Relationship. What are the last two, sir? Um, I don't know that there needs to be more. I think I think five is an arbitrary number. You pulled out of your behind, and uh, <laughs> I think honestly, uh, I think yeah. Look again, results. I guess results. Let's go with results. I think that's a fair, um, fair thing if we're if we're if we're you know going there. And, and, and in is fact, your I, treatment effective? Yeah, and and again, that's where we keep talking about chiropractors. At the end of the day they're providing a result. And it, it, again, we can argue from an academic standpoint that, hey, that's not the best result. It's short term, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, we can dive down that rabbit hole some, to some extent, but there is a result there. And 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 that's not to be taken lightly. Um, and I do think, again, in, in this, you know, we're promising something and if we're not delivering on that, then, and again, at the end of the day, the relationship is really what what this all comes back to. So I might might have to go back and reorder these i don't know how this became about me being on the spot by the way i don't appreciate this but it's my podcast man i can do whatever the hell i want yeah it does say richard knows stuff up there totally i'll edit that out later (laughs) all right so folks thank you for joining this has been a great podcast this is my (laughs) my guest bob banco fit care and we just we answered the questions as best as we could what do clients want and to summarize bo was saying you know keeping the promise forming a relationship and, and, and um, showing results. Any questions from our viewers out there? Anyone? No? Yeah, we've answered all your questions. Great show. Remember, um, don't forget to, um, we have some great sponsors. And if you use our code, you can get um, 10% off the local dispensary in New Britain, Connecticut. There are two great ones. We go to uh, Find Fettle. They have some great edibles. And the, uh, the front office staff, they're great. Um, don't forget to check out our next podcast where Bo is going to try to, um, interpret dolphin language and use it as a therapeutic way to, uh, desensitize some of his clients. We are going to have a movie line night at some point with a bunch of other PTs, but it don't work. It's not going to work with most other PTs are really sterile and boring. And that's Bo. That, Bo said, that's not what I said. And Bo, I mean, any other things you mouth. want to say before I close? If anyone I didn't get that, I want to be very clear that that was that was all satire. That was a lot of satire. <laughs> since this is live, yes, it was all satire. Um, <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you, Richard. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it, uh, do you want a fifth one? Do you want to wrap it up? I do think I, no. I'll wrap. I wanted to wrap it up no. a little bit to say I, I, I like that. Uh, I, I'm actually going to rewrite those down. So I think relationship is really as we went through that exercise, the thing that is most important uh, in that dynamic and relationship includes that promise and results also are tied into all of that. Um, So I think that that's really what it looks like, what everything is. And again, uh, also I'll I'll just, I'll throw in there from the CrossFit space, you know, there's, there's a lot of interesting lessons to be learned around uh, that the relationship piece for sure, the community, uh, you know, there's there's a program I don't know if you're familiar with called Street Parking, which uh, became about uh, doing workouts in your garage, and they just put out workouts. There's probably hundreds of these online, but where street parking really emerged on top of having uh, a, a very good kind of branding piece and also having a good following because uh, the main 
girl that put it together was one of the kind of CrossFit celebrities, Miranda uh, Alcaraz, I think is her last name. She got married. She used to be Miranda Oldroyd. Uh, anyway, so, so, but one of the things that she talks about very much, and I listened to one of her podcasts recently was, was about that kind of follow-up, that consistency that, and this is what we, we, we knew long time ago, you would have a, a doctor in your neighborhood, right? Everyone would know the medical doctor. I always think of, um, you would appreciate this movie reference is, um, uh, if you build it, they will come field of dreams. Uh, Yes. And, uh, the, 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 there's the doctor who had the one at bat or, or whatever, and he missed his shot and he, he got injured or whatever. And he never made it as a baseball player, but he became the town doctor. But anyway, my, I, I, it, that always stands out in my mind. I brought it up on a few podcasts because there's, um, there's that kind of like, you're the guy you're helping us with our health. Like we trust doctor. I forgot his name in the movie. Sorry. Um, but yeah, that, that was the, the whole, kind of there, there's there's a lot there of, of uh, you know I think that to me if we're if I'm summing this up if I'm putting show notes in what do patients really want from us is is I think a relationship that they can they can have and trust and say Dr. Bo helped me get over my knee pain or my back pain and I know that if I if I'm gonna have any other issues I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that Lexi just opened the door by herself no that was my wife opening the door okay that was a little weird anyway so that that's my kind of summary if that makes sense. Thoughts, closing thoughts from the host, Richard. Hmm. No, I've actually learned a lot. I wanted to have a conversation. I wanted to hear things from your twisted little mind. And I think it's really important for every clinician to know generally what clients want, but also what your, you know, your, your target audience wants. But the relationship part is really big really really big show that's a throwback from the 450s um and what i've noticed because new york is so dense and competitive i know i've noticed not just with um clinicians but contractors they, it's it's almost as if they don't care about the relationship you know once they're done with the job that's it and there's no follow-up so i learned what not to do that's why i want to end this i've learned what not to do with clients i've learned what clients don't want that's why i want to end this my podcast so, so thanks, sorry Bo. what are the three things they don't want one is they don't want you to throw um other clinicians under the bus they don't want to hear that you mean everything you we've been doing who, for the last definitely. 40 minutes who, what <laughs> everything we've been doing for the last 40 minutes throwing every other profession and clinician under the bus you threw people under the bus i did not i called pt sterile but i used you as a reference so i'm clear you got nothing on me Anyway, what else do they not want? Uh, lack of follow-up. You know, the first time my eye surgeon, he called me the next day from my hotel, I'm from, at, to my, at my hotel, to my hotel, from his doctor's office. How you doing? How you feeling? And it shocked me. It was the best feeling in the world because I didn't know what to expect, you know, having the uh, thing over my eye. And I never forgot that. So I do follow up with my clients within 24, 48 hours with an email or a text. So lack of follow-up, throwing the other clinicians out of the bus. I'll stop with those two because that's another podcast and I wasn't supposed to start that podcast and don't make me do it. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys. We'll cut it off there. Appreciate it if you guys listened all the way through. Uh, I'll, I'll send the last little bit. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Richard, tell people where they can find you. Uh, in another month, I should be open. I am in New Britain, 
Connecticut, Move Evolution, Physical and Performance Therapy, New Britain, Connecticut. There's no one out here. It's a ghost town. No. <laughs> I'm going to rule out here, man. I believe in you. Thanks, guys, for joining. I hope uh, the conversation helped to get at least 1% better. If it did, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow along, leave a comment, rating, review. Uh, really helps the podcast grow, gets out to more people. Uh, if you have ideas for other topics, random ramblings, uh, we got plenty in our brains that need to get out there. If you want to hear about it, uh, would love to have you all participate. Let us know. Talk to you soon. Peace out. 1% better. Peace.